Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 6th of November. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. Eh, not us really yesterday. If you're following all my picks on Picket, one of them panned out, so I have money to continue to play on Picket up for the month still. And I'm going to continue doing these parlays because I don't think it's 50 to 1. If I go a whole month of missing these, I'll reconsider, but... Tonight, you got some pretty juicy situations for each of these players. Ben Simmons is almost getting a double-double every night. Even coming back from injury, was pushing solid minutes. Had like nine, 10 and 9 or something. 10 and 8, missed 10 layups. So, like, he was right there last game. Getting 2-to-1 odds on that. Getting 2-to-1 odds on some of these. All of these are more than two, more than even odds for a LeBron double-double now that he's playing 40 minutes a night. Now, don't put that in every slip because you might, you might get the 32-minute night where all of a sudden minutes restrictions are important. But Fred Van Vliet, Incredible number of potential assists a game. He's getting to a double-double in this new role a lot. Um, anyway, so I like these bets. I, I didn't, you know, I get a little crazy with them. Don't follow them unless you're uh, you're enjoying playing the very high-risk strategy that I do from DFS over here in um, the yeah, uh, underdog country as well. We're hitting three of five a lot, so eventually we'll hit the good the good place. So let me tell you about my my plays for this slate. Uh, they're a little different. No, so it's a it's a big slate. 12-game slate, that means you got to be really selective. If you don't have a good reason to play a guy, he's out of the pool, right? It's not, you know, oh, this edge case guy, or maybe if he shoots, he gets there. No, it's guys who can smash only today. you got 12 games, 24 teams, lots of injury reports. This is the six. Yeah, just make sure I prep the right slate. Um, and you're, there's a lot of value to be had. So first of all, let me tell you some places where people are just being misprojected in ways that are stunning to me, and I don't understand it. Um, well, I mean, I understand Daniel Gafford coming back from injury. We don't know how many minutes he'd get, but and it's versus Embiid, fine. So let me let me take that down a bit to maybe 10 to 30. But in the chance that he doesn't stay out of foul trouble, Gafford's an incredible point per minute guy. And I mean, obviously that's not in a vacuum, but if Embiid's smashing against him and he's not getting fouls, what does that mean he's getting? He's getting blocks. I mean, granted on Embiid. So how likely is that? 25%, you know, I'll, I'll dial my enthusiasm back. But my point is all of these guys, if you don't think Gafford gets if he fouls out who's going to be the backup have that play ready to go too i don't know it's a weird wizards team they you can't miss muscala i don't know small ball five they don't really have a good backup so that's why i think you got to give as many minutes as you possibly can to gafford tonight and he's going to be incentivized not to foul to just stand there and catch um layups so there's a bunch of other guys who i think are in play uh, of the backups jalen smith people are at are there there's 4.5 percent ownership so i'm not getting crazy telling you to play jalen smith sometimes He's one of like four center forks I have today. Um, Capella foul trouble. So we've got Okongwu and Capella. Mitchell Robinson foul trouble. That's Hartenstein and Robinson. Miles foul trouble with Jalen Smith assumed in. It's those two guys who go off one or the other, depending on foul trouble. And then we have a Zach Collins foul trouble, which I now realize I need to specify because there is a John Collins who is frequently in play as well. But I'm always meaning Zach Collins foul trouble. John Collins isn't going after blocks and stuff. He's just standing there very passively trying to catch maybe five rebounds a game. Whatever. Okay. In his new offense, he's getting more because Kessler is even more passive. All right. I'll stop. I'll stop dissing random dudes who are all way better at basketball than me and get back to saying places where I see misprojections. Uh, Zach Collins, Capella, all these guys, you got the average of their foul trouble and not foul trouble cases. So I go to the no foul trouble case and then I handle the foul trouble case in the rules. You know, the rules. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr. projected for too few assists. I don't know what's going on in this offense, but I'm projecting him for two or three more assists. That's how we get to 36. Jalen Johnson, yep, 
don't care if he starts. He's getting an incredible role off the bench. I'm playing 50% Jalen Johnson because he's an incredible producer. Um, we have, so the big news of the slate, right, would be Shea is out and we have continued. Um, let's see who else is out that affects the slate. All the, all the Nets guys are still out. So you have to think about what's going to happen in that game against Milwaukee and in the Detroit game against Golden State. So obviously both of those games have a significant chance of blowout. That's why the projections are lower, but I don't care about the blowout. I want to handle the blowout and what's the likelihood it's not a blowout over here, my max exposure. So for Detroit, I've decided 15% is the chance I think they keep it close against Golden State for the whole game. It's maybe a bit low. I could go a bit higher. But a guy like Duran against two Looney, he's going to smash. Like this year, have you seen these two guys form? They're going to smash. I mean, like he could eat up Draymond. Jalen Duran could eat up all these guys. Now, maybe they draw fouls on him or whatever. But at 2.6% owned, I mean, there's a ton of ways to go with center today. I get that. But this is one of the ways to go with center today. Um, okay, let me now order these. Oh. Uh, also, Fred Van Vliet, another place where they're not counting his new role in the offense. There's more assists. I, I expect more assists than he's getting here. Um, Chet, yeah, I, I just, oh, I have a level of guys. That's why he's at 42. I think this level of guys, McCall Bridges, Miles Turner, Tyrese Maxey, Fred Van Vliet, Chet Holmgren, and Zach Collins is identical to me uh, in terms of their actual like range of outcomes today. It's centered around the same thing, and it's about the same hill. So, those are kind of where I'm spending a lot of time. Alsar is also still massively underprojected. Massively underprojected is just how much do you think that game stays close? For Alsar, I think even in some of the games where it doesn't stay close, he gets there. He got so many minutes in this last game. I had to double check just to make sure I was going nuts. He got 38 minutes against Phoenix. That's what he's going to get if he doesn't get fouls. And I mean, obviously, he's not going to get four stop or four steals and four blocks, but he has another game with three blocks. He has another game with two steals. He has another game with five blocks. Yeah, it, you can count on three stocks a night. And I looked in the numbers. They are only counting on two stocks a night. I am more of an Alsar believer, also more of a minutes for Alsar believer. So the combination of those two gets me to a higher projection for Alsar um, every night. And betting Alsar is overs on everything all the time. Same thing with Jalen Green. Don't understand it. Sacramento, I don't think without De'Aaron Fox, we can expect them to blow out Houston, right? what is this Jalen Green projection for 32 minutes or 30 minutes or something? He's going to play 38 minutes in a competitive game. I don't even have to look that up. I know for sure he's going to play 38 minutes in a competitive game. He's going to take all the shots, even if he plays like 36 or something. So, And if he plays less, it's probably because Houston's dominating. With, I mean, honestly, at this point with Sengun, I don't know who's favored in this game. Maybe take take that side of it. If uh, if I, I don't look at real prop. I don't have access to real gambling in California yet, so that's why you never hear real gambling stuff. The other place you got to go is what is going on with Lugan's Dort's minutes? We're not projecting him for anything with with uh, Shea out. Lugens Dort in in the Saber Sim native thing here was projected for something just so small. Like I have to go back to value to find him probably because it's still only thirty or something. We're projected before. Uh, oh yeah, Bassey is the other part of the Collins fork. So you just have to project what happens if um, Collins gets in foul trouble. It's Bassey. It's not any. You cannot go small ball against this Indianapolis team. They are huge. They will dominate you. Jalen, you're not going to go around Jalen Smith with a small ball guy. He's just going to – Jalen Smith is very agile. So there's no possibility in my mind that they go – I mean, they can go, they can try small ball, but it's going to look funny, I think, against those guys. So I think Bassey is going to be have to be where they go, and so that's why I have Bassey in there. Bassey and Hartenstein are my two. You know, honestly, I don't I don't believe either one of these guys is so, so low-owned. I think they both get this. We got Sharks out there every night. I saw Rinpak was on um, uh, the backup – uh, center who started tonight. Sharks are out there, man. They know the backup centers get run in weird circumstances, and they're there. One percent last night was uh, 
not Ufan Wu, Biombo's percent. I don't think he played like in games or something, you know, but Sharks are there, man. You need to be on backup centers at a reasonable smattering. If you're, this is my 20 max lineups and in 20 maxes, 5% Hartenstein, 15% Bassey. They are plays you need to have even in a 20 max situation. They come up, Hartenstein smashed the other night. I was so glad I did this. Okay. Uh, now granted, you know, on a normal like seven game slate, you don't have to get quite so creative. It's just that it's just, it's a weird. And also there's late news. Please make sure you're in the Discord um, for other reasons, you know, besides just following all my ridiculous picks and new content and stuff. But also for late news, guys are posting in there who are not me, who are like just paying attention and they're posting good stats. They have good off the court sources. Everybody has different sources, you know. And so, yeah, come join us in the Discord. Just ping me if I don't have a fresh link up. And uh, yeah, DFS underscore PhD on Discord. Yeah. And I think you can just send me a friend request or whatever and I'll send you the invite. It's all free, uh, but you do have to prove your way into the shark chat. That's the one locked channel. Um, yeah, but there's nothing going on in there really right now, you know. But if you want to ask sharks questions, that's the eventual idea. We sharks can talk about our shark strategies. Also, I'm planning a shark week thing for next summer. So, you know, if you guys want to talk about your big shark moments. Okay. Uh, but for this slate, besides Jalen Green, Okongwu, Tobias Harris, Maxi, basically all the players I'm getting to. Oh, yeah. And all the Brooklyn guys. The guys aren't back, right? Like, let me just double check. Cam Johnson, still not there. I mean, the guys are not there. So I don't know why the minutes aren't projected for them to be there. I mean, we've got to get to some of these guys. I think Dinwiddie underprojected, Mikhail Bridges underprojected, even Ben Simmons. You know, I'm not going to goose him a bunch off 36. That's a reasonable projection. But he's, he stuffs the stat sheet. So that was a level thing. Him and Dinwiddie, I think, are a coin flip. So that's why I put him at 37. Um. Melton, you know, if he shoots, he gets extended, whatever. He gets there without Harden in a kind of uh, playmaker role sometimes. Uh, if Maxie's taking a back seat, I could maybe build that in a rule, but I don't think it's a strict rule. I think they could all smash. So, okay, yeah, uh, that's basically all the plays for today. You see the ones I'm getting to the most up here at the top. Your Jalen Johnsons, your Zach Collins, your Jabari Smith Juniors, your Markel Fultz, if he plays. If not, somebody else, right, Diary from that team. Tyrese Halliburton, um, those are my my big stands. If Tyrese Halliburton is in, let me double check. Not questionable. So if he's in, good play. I mean, definitely a good play against San Antonio. Who knows what they're going to do? When, so here's the question. Wembenyama is questionable. And regardless, like, I don't know. It's a weird matchup, right? Indianapolis has Miles Turner down there. I don't know if we've seen. I mean, I haven't seen Wembenyama against a real banger of a big guy, like a seven-footer who could demolish him, right? And I mean... I, I I look forward to seeing him try his, like, I'm going to dunk from the free throw line on Miles Turner. I mean, there's going to be a few of them where I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I know him against Gobert is going to be fun. Him against Miles Turner is going to be fun because they both think they can stop the other guy. Pretty you know, Each of them, I think, pretty convinced, and I want to see who wins. That's also why I have Miles Turner foul trouble built in. I'm pretty sure he's going to try to block Wembenyama if Wembenyama's out there. Like everybody's going to try to block him because it's fun, right? You want to have one story while he's still young, while you can still block him, right? I mean, it's pretty clear he's like, in any case where he gets even remotely stopped, that he's made a mistake, right? Like, I mean, if he gets one more year of like maturity under his belt, this guy, I mean, I I didn't even watch very much of the last game, um, the prime time, time he played, but uh, the one play I watched, he, he threw in a... Uh, a alley-oop no look he was under the basket just went like this and went down the court and it didn't even make like the top five or ten highlights of the game 
there's a, this kid is incredible and it's just it changes basketball you know and it, i understand now why people have been talking about him like he's lebron or whatever because it's just a level change you know like when Giannis came to the league it changed the way people had to play basketball and like when, when lebron came to the league it changed the way people had to play basketball and now this is going to change i mean and that's why it's fun to see tonight i don't know who's gonna win it's him versus uh miles turner Kind of don't know who wins that. It's uh those guys are both very big and strong and tall. And uh yeah, that'll be fun. So anyway, I've I've said all my stuff. You can see the plays, um, the rules, etc. I'll have I'll be in the Discord. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's gotta win that money. Might as well be us. Oh, 